0: Welcome to another episode of our podcast, where we delve into the fascinating realm of aerodynamics and fluid mechanics. Today, we are thrilled to present an episode packed with insights and information.
1: Join us as we navigate through the complexities of a study titled Experimental and Numerical Investigation of Porous Bleed Control for Supersonic-Subsonic Flows and Shockwave-Boundary-Layer Interactions Authored by Julian Gehler and colleagues.
0: This research is a game changer in understanding how to manipulate airflows at high speeds. The implications are enormous, not just for aviation, but for any field where control over fast moving fluids is essential.
1: Before we dig into the meat of this study, let's set the stage with some foundational knowledge. Aerodynamics is the science that studies the movement of air and how it interacts with solid objects like airplanes.
0: When an object travels through air at high speed, especially faster than the speed of sound, it encounters various phenomena, such as shock waves and boundary layers, which can dramatically affect performance.
1: A boundary layer is a thin layer of fluid, be it air or any other, that clings to the surface of an object moving through it. Due to viscous forces, the flow in this layer can significantly differ from the flow outside of it.
0: Shock waves, on the other hand, are sudden, sharp changes in pressure and density occurring in supersonic flows. They form in front of an object moving faster than the sound waves can escape, like a bullet out of a gun.
1: And that's where porous bleed control comes into play. In supersonic flows, engineers can use a porous surface to suck away some of the slow-moving air in the boundary layer. This technique can help stabilize the flow and reduce drag.
0: Now, onto the core of this research. The team led by Julian Gehler aimed to understand how porous bleeds could control boundary layers in both supersonic and subsonic flows and manage shockwave and boundary layer interactions.
1: Their methodology was ingenious. They used experimental setups with wind tunnels and laser Doppler velocimetry alongside numerical simulations to get a detailed look at what's happening with the flows.
0: They discovered some eye-opening results. In supersonic conditions, the porous bleed proved to be quite effective in controlling boundary layers, and they found that for such control, understanding three-dimensional effects was crucial.
1: As for subsonic flows, things got a bit more complex. They observed that while porous bleeding indeed enhanced flow momentum near the wall, it also decreased the momentum in the outer boundary layer and external flow. So,
0: Integrating the findings from both supersonic and subsonic regimes, The team then explored the potential of porous bleeds to control shockwave boundary layer interactions, with simulations and experiments aligning remarkably well.
1: The repercussions of these insights can't be overstated. This research could lead to advances in aircraft design, enabling more efficient supersonic travel, or even influence the development of exhaust systems for high-performance engines.
0: In conclusion, while there's still much to explore, the work of Julian Gieler and co-authors stands as a testament to how we can harness the power of fluid dynamics for a better understanding and control of fast-moving flows.
1: Absolutely, Tom. As we wrap up today's episode, we reflect on the ingenuity and meticulousness of this study. It's not just a step forward in aerodynamic research, but a leap toward mastering the skies and beyond.
0: Thanks for tuning in, folks. We hope you enjoyed this deep dive into the world where physics meets the speed of sound. Join us next time as we continue to bring the wonders of scientific exploration to your ears.
1: Bye for now, and remember, the sky's not the limit, it's just the beginning.
0: In a world where air whizzes past you at mind-boggling speeds, one company stands firm against the gusts of inefficiency.
1: Introducing Bleed Air Dynamics, the boundary layer-busting, shockwave-smoothing superstars of supersonic flows.
0: Tired of drag bringing you down? Blast it away with Bleed Air's patented porous plates, sucking up slow pokes in the boundary layer like a vacuum on overdrive.
1: Got a need for speed, but those pesky shockwaves are a shock to your system. Bleed Air's got you covered with flow controls so smooth, you'll think you're sliding on an air hockey table.
0: With technology backed by the breakthrough research of Julian Gieler and team, Bleed Air Dynamics is revolutionizing the way we think about speed.
1: From freaky fast fighter jets to snazzy supersonic sleds for Santa, Bleed Air Dynamics keeps it cool when the heat is on.
0: So buckle up, buttercup. It's time to put the supersonic into your machinery. With Bleed Air Dynamics, you're not just breaking the sound barrier, you're making it beg for mercy.
1: Visit BleedAirDynamics.com today where the only thing more impressive than our flow control is how fast you'll go. Tom and Jen, Bleed Air Dynamics. We put the whoosh in aerodynamics.
0: Welcome to our deep dive into the fascinating world of cardiac electrophysiology, specifically the advances in creating precise electroanatomical models. I'm Tom.
1: And I'm Jen. Today, we're discussing a paper that's shaping our understanding of the murine atria, the two upper chambers of a mouse's heart.
0: It sounds niche, Jen, but it has massive implications for human health, as these tiny hearts often lead to big discoveries.
1: Absolutely, Tom. This paper, titled Quaternion Aligned Electroanatomical Models of the Murine Atria from Standard Output Functional and Structural Imaging, revolutionizes how we integrate functional and structural heart data.
0: Quaternions and electroanatomical models are probably new terms for many of our listeners. So, Jen, shall we start with some background?
1: Let's do it. To appreciate the significance of this paper, we first have to understand cardiac electrophysiology. It's the study of the electrical properties of the heart, which dictate every heartbeat.
0: And traditionally, the focus was on myocytes, the cardiomyocytes, or heart muscle cells, responsible for the electrical impulses that coordinate heart contractions.
1: Right. But newer research, like that cited in this paper, shows non-myocytes can also electrically couple with myocytes. This coupling is vital, especially around scar tissue formed after heart injury.
0: That's where the murine models come in. They've been essential for studying these processes due to their similarity to human biology and the ease of genetic modification.
1: Now, the challenge has been in studying these tiny hearts in detail. Optical mapping helps visualize electrical activity, while techniques like multiphoton microscopy give us high-resolution structural images.
0: However, combining these functional and structural images is tough because they come in different dimensions, 2D for optical mapping and 3D for microscopy. The techniques developed in this paper allow for the harmonization of these images.
1: Exactly. And that harmonization process involves some complex math, including quaternions, a number system that extends complex numbers and is perfect for calculating rotations in three dimensions.
0: Quaternions are key to aligning the optical mapping with the structural models. This alignment enables researchers to correlate where electrical signals occur with the actual anatomy of the heart.
1: This paper introduces an algorithm that aligns these datasets using what's known as cross-correlation, maximizing the congruence between the 2D and 3D images through rotations.
0: And with that context laid out, let's move to the heart, pun intended, of the matter. The paper's objectives, methodology, and key findings. Jen, where should we start?
1: Let's start with objectives. The research aimed to create a reliable electroanatomical model of the mouse atria, overcoming scale constraints to map microscopic structural data onto functional data obtained through optical mapping.
0: The methodology combined several advanced techniques. Mice underwent procedures to mimic human surgical treatments for heart conditions. Their hearts were then dyed, imaged, and analyzed to reveal both the structural and electrical activity.
1: The researchers used one of my favorite mathematical tools, quaternions, They helped determine the precise rotation necessary to align the 3D structural data with the 2D functional data.
0: Their key finding is a novel way to integrate structural and functional heart data. The implications are huge. More accurate models mean better insights into cardiac health and disease, especially surrounding issues like atrial fibrillation.
1: Very true. This paves the way for more precise simulations of the heart, which can inform treatments and surgeries. It's like having a detailed map for a previously uncharted territory.
0: Now, as we move towards wrapping up, let's quantify these implications and address the potential applications.
1: This research represents a leap in cardiac visualization. It's like finding a new Rosetta Stone for heart imaging, helping us translate between the language of 2D electrical impulses and 3D structures.
0: It could affect everything from drug development to surgical interventions, right?
1: Exactly. And as for personal reflections, I'm amazed at how solving a complex puzzle like this opens so many doors in medicine.
0: I agree, Jen. It's exciting to think about future breakthroughs stemming from this paper. Researchers worldwide now have a new tool to visualize and understand the heart in ways we never thought possible. It's
1: it's another testament to the power of collaboration and interdisciplinary research. Mathematics, computer science, biology, and medical science all coming together.
0: And with that we come to the conclusion of today's episode we hope you've enjoyed this in-depth look into one of the most intricate advancements in cardiac electrophysiology
1: until next time keep pulsing with curiosity i'm jen
0: and i'm tom thanks for listening to our award-winning podcast and we'll see you in the next episode have you ever wanted to peek into the heart of a mouse but found yourself lost in translation between electrical signals and 3D structures?
1: Well, now you can zip through the cardiovascular universe with Mighty Mouse Cardiac Vision. The latest text spun straight out of science fiction.
0: Thanks to Mighty Mouse Cardiac Vision, you can now superimpose electrical dance moves onto microscopic heart structures with the precision of a ninja.
1: Forget about regular heart models that are as flat as yesterday's soda. Our quaternion quaffing software aligns electroanatomical maps with the flare of a disco ball.
0: It's like Google Maps and a light show rolled into one for your mouse's heart. Navigate atrial alleyways and ventricular valleys with the confidence of a cardiac Columbus.
1: And for all you researchers and lab techs out there, say goodbye to the days when you'd squint at the screen wondering if that blip was a heartbeat or just a sneaky photon.
0: So strap on your science goggles and prep your mouse astronauts for a journey to the final frontier, their own hearts.
1: Call now and we'll throw in a set of miniature ablation tools. Perform heart surgery with the delicacy of a watchmaker on a caffeine break.
0: Mighty Mouse Cardiac Vision, where big insights come in small packages. Don't miss a beat, order yours today.
1: Warning, not suitable for actual mice voyages. No mice were harmed in the making of this commercial.
0: Hello everyone, welcome to our award-winning podcast. Today we have a fantastic episode lined up for you, where we'll delve deep into a groundbreaking piece of research in the field of microfluidics and photoacoustic detection.
1: That's right, Tom. We're going to explore the paper titled, PMU Powered Photoacoustic Detection, Revolutionizing Microfluidic Concentration Measurements. This research introduces a novel platform that represents a significant advancement in measuring fluid concentrations on a micro scale. To give a bit of
0: context, the ability to measure fluid concentrations accurately is important in various industries, such as pharmaceuticals, oil and gas, petrochemicals, and the dye industry.
1: Now, before we jump into all the nitty-gritty details, let's break down some key concepts and terminology. PMUT stands for piezoelectric micromachined ultrasound transducers. These are tiny devices that can emit and detect ultrasound waves.
0: Photoacoustics is another important concept. It refers to the generation of sound waves when pulsed light, usually from a laser, is absorbed by a material. These sound waves can then be detected and analyzed.
1: The study uses PMUTs to detect sound waves generated by photoacoustic pulses within a microfluidic channel microfluidics involves the precise control and manipulation of fluids at a microscopic level.
0: Let's dive into the core of the paper, the research objectives. The team aimed to create a system using PMUTs as photoacoustic receivers to detect subtle changes in fluid concentrations, something that could have huge implications for many fields.
1: The methodology involved developing thin-film piezoelectric materials and employing nanofabrication techniques to create PMUTs. They were used alongside a pulsed laser and a microfluidic channel to validate the photoacoustic signals.
0: What they found was pretty remarkable. The PMUT showed proficiency in detecting changes in fluid concentration. They even tested various concentrations of blue ink in water, confirming the PMUT's ability to discern concentration changes.
1: As for implications, this could be a game-changer for areas like on-chip spectrophotometers, offering a more integrated and efficient way to handle fluid samples and analyze them on a very small scale.
0: Exactly, Jen. And in conclusion, the study not only presents a successful system for detecting fluid concentrations, but it also opens the door for more integrated and precise sensing devices.
1: We've covered so much ground today. This research is truly fascinating and has the potential to shake up multiple fields with its innovative approach to concentration measurement.
0: We're excited to see where this will lead, and we're glad you joined us for this detailed discussion. Remember, science is constantly evolving, and we're here to keep you updated on all the latest developments.
1: Thanks for tuning in, folks. Don't forget to subscribe for more deep dives into cutting-edge research. Until next time.
0: Have you ever spilled your coffee and thought, is this 2% milk or a sign from the universe?
1: Worry no more with the latest craze in liquid analysis, ConcentraShot by FluidFocus.
0: That's right, using the magic of PMUtes, which are not in fact small dogs with a passion for science.
1: But piezoelectric micro-machined ultrasound transducers. They can tell you if your latte is actually a mochaccino.
0: Got a pool? Want to know if your kids are secretly filling it with lemonade?
1: Concentrashot's photoacoustic power tells you what's really going on in there. No more guessing games.
0: And for all you cooking enthusiasts, perfectly measure the saltiness of your soup without tasting it a gazillion times.
1: Concentrashot, turning every spill, pool, and pot of soup into a science lab of fun.
0: Disclaimer. ConcentraShot cannot detect sarcasm or your chances of winning the lottery. Use as directed, results may vary. Welcome back listeners to another episode of Under the Surface with your hosts, Tom and Jen. Today, we're diving deep into the tremors of our planet to discuss a groundbreaking paper that could revolutionize the way we predict earthquakes.
1: That's right, Tom. How can we identify the accumulation of stresses before major earthquakes? This is a crucial question that has puzzled scientists for ages. But before we unravel this mystery, let's set the stage with a bit of context.
0: Earthquakes are one of nature's most catastrophic events, devastating landscapes and impacting societies. Despite modern technology, accurately predicting earthquakes remains one of the holy grails of geoscience.
1: And that's where this paper comes in. Written by Verozos, Sarlis, and Nagao, it promises a new procedure to identify stress accumulation before major earthquakes by analyzing seismicity within a framework called natural time.
0: Natural time, huh? That's a term that might sound like jargon, but stick with us. It's a concept introduced in 2001, serving as the backbone for earthquake prediction research. Let's dive into some key concepts.
1: In the world of geophysics, one of the main theories is that earthquakes and their occurrences are complex, interrelated phenomena. This complexity can be understood through certain scaling laws that hint at a system close to a critical point, much like the tension before a snapped rubber band.
0: Criticality leads us to the seismic electric signals, or SES, which are precursors to earthquakes. Think of them as warning signals Earth sends out while under stress.
1: The authors propose a new measure of complexity based on entropy changes in seismicity, which is affected by an increase in stress in the Earth's crust.
0: Right, Jen. Now let's shift gears into the meat of the research paper, the methodology and meticulous techniques the researchers employed to arrive at their results. They analyzed Japan's seismic record over the last 39 years with a concept called the entropy of seismicity.
1: This analysis involves calculating changes in entropy both forwards and backwards in natural time, producing a measure that can highlight anomalies leading up to large earthquakes.
0: But pinpointing these anomalies isn't just a matter of crunching numbers. They used a method called natural time analysis to expose subtle changes by concentrating not on the intervals between seismic events, but on their energy and order.
1: They discovered that as an earthquake approaches, Intersections between different scales of these entropy changes start to appear in their graphs, serving as a potential early warning system.
0: Now on to potential impact. This new complexity measure has huge implications, Jen. It could eventually lead to better earthquake prediction systems that might save countless lives.
1: That's the dream, Tom. It's about finding order in chaos. Complexity measures could tell us when an earthquake-prone system is reaching a critical state, effectively letting us know that the big one might be coming.
0: To close out, we recap the significance of this paper. It proposes an innovative approach to earthquake prediction through the lens of natural time and entropy.
1: And with our planet's dynamic nature, understanding the signs before a shift, like a major earthquake, is invaluable for preparedness and resilience.
0: Today's paper might not have all the answers, but it certainly shines a light on a path forward.
1: And in this journey of understanding earthquakes, it's one significant, hopeful step closer to prediction and prevention.
0: Thanks for tuning in, listeners. Until next time, keep digging beneath the surface with us.
1: Goodbye and stay curious.
0: Ever been rudely surprised by an earthquake during a dinner party, spilling your wine and ruining the mood?
1: We've all been there, Tom. But worry no more. Introducing Quake Alerter. Your personal seismic stress detector.
0: Using the groundbreaking complexity measures from that genius paper, Quake Alerter gives you a heads up on tremors so you can secure your glassware and your nerves.
1: It's like a weather forecast, but for the tectonic grumbles. Quake Alerter's stylish device fits right on your mantle next to those family photos that shouldn't be airborne.
0: Plus, it's got a stress accumulation display that reads chill, maybe move the porcelain, and don't bother. It's plastic tonight.
1: And if you act now, we'll throw in our patented Seismo slippers. With built-in shock absorbers, you'll feel like you're walking on clouds, even if the ground disagrees.
0: So don't let mother nature catch you unprepared. Get Quake Alerter and party on, quake free.
1: Call 1-800-NO-SHAKE today and take the surprise out of your seismic life. Earthquakes may shake the ground But they won't shake your confidence with Quake Alerter.
0: Quake Alerter isn't responsible for spilled drinks due to non seismic related clumsiness.
1: Shake it off, shake it up, but never be shaken down with Quake Alerter.
0: Welcome, everyone, to this new episode of our podcast. We have something very special for you. Today, we're diving deep into the realms of particle physics and high performance computing.
1: We're about to unravel the mysteries of MadGraph 5 aa at NLO on GPUs and vector CPUs based on the experience with the first alpha release brought to us by an international team of researchers.
0: To give you the context, MadGraph 5AMC at NLO, or MG5AMC for short, is a vital tool used at the CERN Large Hadron Collider. Its job is to simulate particle collision events, which are fundamental for scientific discoveries.
1: This paper is significant as it addresses the pressing need for more efficient computation, balancing ever-growing data with finite computing resources. The researchers have re-engineered this tool to leverage the power of GPUs and vector CPUs, transforming traditional methods and achieving considerable speed-ups.
0: Understanding these improvements involves a few key concepts. Monte Carlo event generators, matrix elements, and data parallelism are just to begin with. Monte Carlo methods involve using randomness to solve problems that might be deterministic in principle.
1: A matrix element, in this context, refers to a probability amplitude, which is a core part of the calculations required for simulating particle interactions. And data parallelism is a way to perform the same operation on different data simultaneously, which is where GPUs excel.
0: Absolutely, Jen. The classic workflow of event generation has been reshaped from processing one event at a time to handling many in parallel, dramatically increasing efficiency.
1: Today's paper shows an amazing progression. With the evolution of the made event program, these complex computations that once required significant CPU time can now be offloaded to the GPU, providing parallel processing with low divergence.
0: The paper discusses the newly implemented GPU and SIMD backends for MG5AMC which targets parallel execution of these intense computations, showing that even a complex process can achieve speed-ups of up to 130 times in certain cases.
1: Now this brings us to the implications. The potential impact of this on the field is, to put it mildly, huge. We're talking about saving on computation time, which leads to energy savings, cost-effectiveness, and the ability to run more simulations.
0: Drawing towards a conclusion, we've touched on a groundbreaking evolution of event generation in particle physics. We've learned how this new approach to using GPUs and CPU vectorization enhancements is not just a marginal improvement, but a game changer.
1: Reflecting on it personally, I find this advancement fascinating. It's not just about the sheer computational power, but it's also a testament to the innovative spirit of the scientific community adapting to challenges, and pushing the boundaries of what's possible.
0: Couldn't agree more. As we near the future with the High Luminosity LHC, tools like MadGraph 5 AMC NLO will be pivotal. It's incredible to see the transition from theory to practical application, all contributing to the lofty pursuits of high-energy physics.
1: And that's a wrap for today's episode. We dove into the deep end of physics, and emerged with newfound appreciation for the computational power steering our pursuit of knowledge. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.
0: Are you tired of waiting eons for your particle simulation results? Do black holes form and evaporate before your computation even finishes?
1: Worry no more, introducing QuarkQuick your go-to service for speedy particle collisions now harnessing the power of GPUs and vector CPUs.
0: With QuarkQuick, we apply the groundbreaking techniques from the MadGraph 5 AMC at NLO on GPUs and vector CPUs project. We're talking unparalleled speeds, my friends.
1: How fast, you ask? Imagine a cheetah strapped to a rocket chasing a particle beam. Yeah, that fast.
0: Forget about brewing a pot of coffee while you wait for your data. With us, you'll barely have time to grab your mug. And if you blink, you might just miss the entire Large Hadron Collider simulation.
1: So say goodbye to computational gridlocks and hello to the era of QuarkQuick, where our timeline for results is shorter than a quantum fluctuation.
0: QuarkQuick, get a particle of your time back.